Welcome everybody to episode number 53 of Gaming Culture Radio. I'm your host Tyler. We're here with coverage of E3 2017. Starting with uh, coverage of today's Electronic Arts Press Conference. And I'm joined as always by our regular co-host starting with Mike. Mike, how you doing? What up amigos? How's it going? Well, pretty decent. Uh, also joined by staff writer at XYSculture.net. Graham, how you doing today? Doing good. Uh, it's E3 weekend, which is a great weekend to be a gamer. Lots of exciting things. Can't wait to see what else is in store to, for the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And also joining us, staff writer for XYSculture.net, Eugene, how you doing? How is it going? What a day. It's been a yeah. day. It has been a day, and uh, we got a lot. Well, Definitely. we have a lot and a little to talk about. So, what do you mean it's been a day? <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But kind of let's, underwhelming uh, to me. It was, but let's uh, let's get our special guest introduced, uh, Rami from XboxCulture.net. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm ready to tear the hell out of EA right now. <laughs> <laughs> so well, let's hey, just calm down. Just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start Boilers. with some. Let's start with some initial thoughts from their show today. I thought they started out okay. Uh, I was actually, as a Madden fan, I know a lot, but not a lot of people are, are sports gamers, but as a Madden fan, I was really excited to see the new mode coming into the game. I thought they showed some cool stuff with uh, Battlefield. I thought what we saw in Need for Speed was decent, and mm-hmm. then it got bogged down like EA always does. So what do you guys think? I was so excited when I first saw that drum line. I saw the drum line. They were wearing uh, Patriots jerseys. Mm-hmm. But they started playing the uh, the fight song for Texas, right? Well, no, I was well, looking at the jerseys in... I, I, don't, I don't remember which song they were playing, but I, I remember looking at the jerseys in the clips, and there were calls jerseys in there, and as soon as I saw that, I got fired up, thinking maybe yeah. this is the return of NCAA, NCAA football. Yeah, that, that's what I was excited about. The second <laughs> I heard, I, I saw the drum line and I heard that heard the fight song, I'm like, oh, oh my God, are we getting NCAA back? And then the guy comes up, the guy comes up and uh, he's he's in his t- Texas Longhorn uh, jersey. You know he's a he's a college player, and I'm like, oh my god, it's actually happening. And then it goes further on in the video, and then we find out it's just a new uh, a new campaign mode for the mm-hmm. next Madden, which I mean, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool because it's very successful in FIFA. But I mean, they really gave my hopes up right there. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know what? Um, as soon as as soon as Tyler said that, I said no, that's not NCAA. I said they're just doing the same thing that NBA 17 did. Which is take a handful of teams that you could come from, play a couple yeah. games with them, and then go up to the, you know, the NBA. So yeah. I wasn't I wasn't really surprised at all. To be honest with you, I don't ever think they'll we'll ever see another NCAA for a very long time, if ever. No, I didn't either. But we got my we they got my hopes up for a second. I mean, uh, I'm not really a sports fan, but I was actually kind of interested that they did add a campaign. And I did notice uh, one of the actors in the campaign is the villain from Luke Cage. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, got it. Uh, they got the dude from Friday Night Lights in there, uh, playing oh, yeah? one of the parts. So yeah, uh, yeah, Which it seems one? like um, I don't remember his name, um, but uh, it's a decent cast, and it sounds like they've been working on the script for this for like three years. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, to me, cool it concept. seemed like they took s- s- some of the ideas from uh, FIFA with uh, the journey. Which I'm like, it seems like it got good reviews. So then Madden's like, okay. Like, they were probably working on it, right? And they were probably planning, but the timing seems to work really well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and me, personally, I'm not a big Madden player. I usually uh, put all my eggs in my NHL basket, but you never know. I could get in and try it, and this this would be something that would more or less appeal to me. 
So, yeah, uh, yeah. kudos cool. to them. So, how about just general thoughts on the show before we dive into anything else specific? Um, what do you guys think? Too well, much, I mean, ga- too much uh, gameplay. Jeez. You know, it's either too much or too little. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, It was decent until they put 30 minutes of Star Wars in at the end and then put up that piece of crap uh, phone game that's been out for at least eight months. You know? It's like, that's what you're going to end up with? Galaxy of Heroes. You know, and that one guy said he spent, like, what, $1,000 on the phone game? Yeah. I I literally flipped out on that. Like, like, why? Why would you even mention that? And then the the girl says, I've been playing it since December. And, you know, I just can't be bothered with anybody whatsoever. I just play the game. Like, BS. BS. You don't play the game. You've got other (laughs) things to do. Like, just not that. You know? So I'm like, whatever. I, I was disappointed that they ended with something so small. I yeah. I really was hoping we were going to see. I know some of us had our hopes up for Dead Space. Um, you know, maybe seeing a little bit of that visceral game, the Star Wars game, just just a little bit of it to give us something. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, and and I even had my hopes up as a sports fan to see a baseball game. Yeah, but well. but nothing nothing there, and, and they wouldn't close with a baseball game anyway. It would be Dead Space, or it would be. Uh, that visceral game, but I was really surprised, and I don't know. CG, so you wonder one like too much Star Wars gameplay for you? Too much Star Wars gameplay. Yeah, it looked great, but I, I it shouldn't have taken up half the show. I know they're proud of it, and they're yeah. uh, wanting to cater to fans with the, uh, the single player campaign, which I was very excited to hear about uh, mm-hmm. co op to have single player co op. So that's that's awesome, and the gameplay looked awesome, but that was the entire spectacle. It was a game that we already knew was coming. They've yep. already talked about it. They've already announced that there's a campaign. So why talk about it for 30 minutes? They should have talked more about, which I know they're going to talk about the next uh, conference for e- uh, Xbox, mm-hmm. um, their new uh, title that they're working with Bioware on, which I am excited for that. That's probably the my, highlight of the conference to me. My guess is that there's an agreement yeah. made you know, that, I think that the bulk of that's going to be shown. People. Yeah, but my guess is there's an agreement made that the bulk of that's going to be shown tomorrow. And... Well, yeah, and like to start it out, he was talking about 4K and the six teraflops and the capability of the Scorpio. So he's just like letting you know that it's going to be big tomorrow, regardless. Yeah, I mean, it might be a launch exclusive. What was amazing to me was yeah, that. But yeah, that's yeah. that's a very good guess. It could be, but uh, what's amazing to me is that you know they they touted the Scorpio so much in that little segment, but what company's logo flashed before every single freaking game they showed? Mm-hmm. PlayStation showed before yep. FIFA, showed before that. Battlefront, and That's at least funny, one actually. Other one. So I, I, I didn't, you know, fail to notice that. I'm sure other people didn't either. But let, let's jump into the conference and see. We already talked about Madden. So Battlefield One's getting uh, night battles starting in July, yeah. and they showed off a oh, decent amount so of. Good. It does, and they showed out a decent amount of in the name of the Czar, the new DLC coming in September. So yep. between those two, uh, if you're if you're a premium pass uh, member, then you'll get eight new maps between now and the end of the year. Two of them for free, no matter what, in, in July, and then the other six is part of in the name of the czar. Guys, I thought this looked amazing. I thought this yeah. looked like a lot of fun. Is uh, yeah. in the I name of the czar part of the premium? It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. but no matter what, you get the two those two maps for free. Yes, you get the That's two night cool. the two night battle ones for free. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, it was it was especially yeah, no. funny the the montage with the yes. people that were playing. I was laughing my ass off. That. That's what it's I was just hilarious. gonna bring up. Yeah. You saw just all these amazing things people have done in the game. And, and you're right, you see him saying, like, I will never do that again. Yeah, they're right. <laughs> I might as well just quit now. Yeah. <laughs> Battlefield's one of those games oh, where you yeah. get those moments, though. Where it's like, you do something, you're like, I would never be able to do that again, ever. So, it's, yeah. uh, I, I really I like that. I, yeah, go ahead, Ryan. I think that's what makes the Battlefield series so special, yeah. is that you just do these freaking nonsense things, and you're like, oh, okay, that's never going to happen again. That's it. Yeah. I, should, I should just stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my my first experience playing Battlefield with Frostbite Engine with surround sound headphones 7.1 and you're just buildings are like falling down around you and jets are crashing into it and these are like I'm like wow and I don't even know if I've had these experiences before but it just sets up that just so many random events could happen like you're just going and this plane just crashes to the ground like three feet in front of you mm -hmm. so that, that that's that's what I love about Battlefield. Yeah, for, for me, for them to show it, you know, now, what, nine months after release, and have me say, you know, I'm going to get back into this game this summer, that's a successful showing of a game to me. Yeah. 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 So, oh, yeah. The part, though, is I watch these people play, and they do so well, and I'm like, oh, then I'll get in, know, I'll play, right? and I'll just die, and die, mm -hmm. and die, and it's like, yeah. damn. It's fun. The funniest one when they, when there's a guy with a bomber went over and just mashed a bunch of people. It's like I just killed everyone. All you see on the screen is like you know ding 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 ding. That was hilarious. It was great, and I wish there'd be more moments like that in EA's conferences, and less like the one that we're going to next. Which this is where they get bogged down every year. They always start with their new ways to compete. Where they talk about their tournaments and they show off a bunch of these pro players that, sh that most of us have never ever heard of before. Yeah. And you know, playing there, playing Madden, playing FIFA, all these things, and they really just focus on those two games for that. This mm -hmm. year was particularly focused on FIFA, in terms of the online competition realm, and mm -hmm. they talked about new ways to do that. They didn't give a whole lot of details, but they said more will be coming over the summer. Right. And from there, they jumped into FIFA 18, which. Yeah. They're going to sell the crap out of FIFA 18 whether they show it at E3 or not. Yeah. And that's just reality. Yeah. And yeah, I've always thought they, they give a little... They just I've have like, to. Yeah. I always thought they give a little too much time to that game. But what are you guys' thoughts? I, I thought this is where the show started to slow down. I mean, they. I think they could just give way too much time on every sports game ever. I mean, it's nice to see, like, things like the Madden campaign. That's interesting. We want to yep. see something new. But, mm -hmm. like, and then just FIFA. Like, of course it's FIFA. Like, you're just going to... And then just everything else, sports, you're just going to keep seeing it. If there's nothing new, then why spend so much time on it? Mm -hmm. And I don't go with you on yeah. that, and I think that's well, why they, they left out big, NHL. big money maker, though, right? It is. Yeah, yeah I would say NHL. But they saw over 10 million NHL copies of FIFA. This is the cut, though. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Here's the thing. Uh, if you guys remember, as far as for sports games go, um, you know, probably five, six, seven years back, as they were coming out each year, they were making great strides in technology and, you know, graphics or gameplay or whatever it is. But now it's gotten to the point where things have pretty much, you know, the dust has settled and there's just little added things. Like with FIFA, um, now all, all the players will have human controls based on, like, you know, I mean, they'll actually move like humans based on, like, four people or whatever, you know? Um what do they really have to showcase these days? I mean, they got the now every game has got that you know road to the 
show type of uh, yeah. um, mode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's just... At least Pele wasn't on there, man. At least Pele wasn't yeah. on there. Yeah, when they had Pele on stage, what, two years ago? It was... It was yeah, it was a disaster. But, I, I mean, I think it's cool to show that Ronaldo's the cover athlete. I mean, that brings yeah. a lot of focus to the game. He's probably the most well-known player in the world. Yeah. But even me as, like, a super casual soccer fan, I know who that is. Yeah, and me too. So, I that's good. That but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but... No offense. No offense. get soccer in Canada. Yeah. But, but I think that this is where they tend to really bog down their show over years when they get into the FIFA portion because... And I know they're pandering to the, Europe, the European gamer here, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I just feel like... Uh, this could be cut in half too, and be just fine. Yeah. Well, so, I just think. Yeah. I think it's all over the place, man. They should have put Madden and FIFA and NBA, and then got it over with, and then kicked into a way out, which that guy was curious. Oh. Um, yep. You know, Speaking and, about but, that, but like, he jumped. They kept jumping around, and then like you know, with three quarters of the way through, okay, we're going to do thirty minutes of Battlefield, and then we're going to give you some crap mobile game to look at. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's not what what should have been the end of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So go and ahead. Like, and like, I don't know about you guys, but like, those presenters were just, they just looked so depressed on stage. It was, it was just so cringeworthy to watch. Speaking and of when, presenters, Rami, yeah. what about that, that guy that just, just, just lost it? He just like shut down. The, the YouTube personality or whatever. Yeah, I'm a YouTube creator. Off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my yeah. God. That was so <laughs> weird. Like, why? Yeah. 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 The, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a YouTube creator. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like the the only only thing, he started really big and, and then he just, like, faded. Yeah. The only thing he did naturally and comfortably was plugging himself. <laughs> and then when it got into everything else, it was like, uh, I forgot my words. He, 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 he creates YouTube, but he doesn't create words. Like, my so. favorite part of that whole conference is definitely, like, uh, a way out presenter because, yeah. Yeah. well, he, he wrote the game. And it's like, you yep. see how enthusiastic he is. Like, we want to see He sold that. us the game. Yeah. Yep. We yeah. want to see oh, that. Yeah. We don't yeah, want to see all these sure. freaking guys that have no motivation. They look depressed. They look like they don't even play video games. Like, mm-hmm. Right. And this guy, this guy's like, you got to play this. It's yeah. the greatest game ever yeah. in the history of the world. It, it was so I, reminiscent. Go ahead, Mike. I'm yeah. sorry. I, and I told Tyler when I was sitting next to him, I looked at him, I said, this dude's like trying to, he's got the same attitude as some dude trying to sell uh, fake uh, iPhones on the, in the corner of a New York street. You know, he's like, you gotta love this. You gotta have it. You gotta play it. He has got the co-op, it's got this, it's got that, you know. I'm like, this dude could sell vegetables on the side of a freeway, you know. It kind of reminded me of. It reminded me of the whenever the presenter came out and talked about Unravel. Yes, that's uh, what I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he, was, he was so passionate, and you could yeah. tell that you know he, he really wanted to be proud of this game, and he wanted people to mm-hmm. get the experience from the game. So it is very nice yeah. to see somebody that passionate and that actually knew about games instead of somebody that, yeah, uh, yeah I spent $1,000 on this mobile game. What? Oh, my God. I know. No, I, yeah. it, it was really reminiscent of Unravel to me, and, you know, like you guys, the three of you know anyway how much I love that game, but yeah. I decided I was buying that game that day because mm-hmm. I saw the passion that guy had behind yeah. what he was doing. And to me that's that deserves my investment more than a game that's created in a boardroom. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So I not to mention the fact the game did not look boring at all. It looked really ooh. cool. And you, know? you could feel the passion in the game when you played it. 
You literally could. I, I thought the creativity was there. I thought the, the attention to detail, just the the emotion of the story without a word being spoken. Right. Just put all that across. And, and I'm, right. I'm sure we'll see something. I don't think it's going to be the same type of story here at all. But I, I think we'll see the same type of thing out of this game. I thought the guy was hilarious, by the way. But you could yeah. feel... Yeah, the passion that he had for this project, the energy, yeah. and that's yeah. the one thing I'll give EA kudos on is this new program where yes. they're investing in these smaller studios. Well, yep. that's the, that's also the thing. Like EA has, like, they have no affiliation with this. Like they don't touch the game at all. Right. That's why it's like it looks good. Mm-hmm. Anything that EA puts <laughs> their money into <laughs> is like only to it. make money. They they only yeah. try to make money, but right. they're. I don't know, man. They just uh, well, they are a company, they really man. need to step I mean, up the know. game. Yeah. Well, they I mean, probably they try to make they do, but like in the independent side of things, they've really they've they've got me on board. Like when I played Unravel, and then when I seen them come out and they're talking about indie games, I'm like, what do you got for me? And then after I watched the trailer and the guy talking about it, and first I thought that was it, we weren't going to see any more of it, but then they did show more of it, so I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm sold. This game is good, so. EA, they must have like good people to find these games, because, yeah. like I said, like Unravel was amazing. This game looks really well, even though I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping yeah. it's not going to disappoint. So I, I was actually hoping there was more than one. Yeah, I and I was surprised we didn't see Unravel. Actually, I thought we would. And yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah. open for it. Well, I seriously doubt. You know what? I that was one of my predictions. What I was excited for <laughs> was. NBA MA Live 18. Now, hang on, we're going to get to that. So that's towards the end of the show. That's a good, good thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but speaking of games invented in a boardroom, um, <laughs> need, or, I'm sorry, the, the newest Fast and Furious the video game, I'm, I'm sorry, Need for Speed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that, that one. Was, uh, I know. was shown off. And there's some things I like about this game that, in that it's not just, it's trying to, it's not trying to compete with your forces anymore. It's trying yeah. to be something different, which I think it needs right. to do. But this Did feels they like confirm Fast and Furious, a, the a game. Pre-order, a pre-order Vin Diesel character? Oh, uh, don't tell me that. Stop. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's going to be in Top Gun. I don't know if but, I knew that. Top Gun oh, my too. God. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's oh not true. We're just going to carry on that joke. Don't, don't start on. those rumors. I'd believe yeah, it, too. It but <laughs> with this game, though, when I was when I was watching it, one thing I just kept noticing is this car would go and it would just bump another car, and then the other car would just go flying, like flipped over, and all this stuff. Meanwhile, the other car just drives on like nothing. Yeah, that's you know, good so for speed, though. It's, it's right. a little actually. Well, I mean, it's so drastic. Do that in Burnout Paradise. Yeah. My my biggest problem, especially with like racing games, I don't I don't play that many, but like when I see gameplay, it's always like this one car crashes into another car. And it's either your car is immortal or it just doesn't, it shouldn't, right, it yeah. doesn't react the way it should. Mm-hmm. And yeah. well, one, one of the things I love about Burnout, just like that series, is that there's just massive destruction. I would rather have massive destruction than like yeah. cars yeah. that don't move when you crash yeah. into them. Well, but technically, that... technically, if you think about it, if you both are driving 100 miles an hour and you walk into somebody who is, who is going straight like that, you will throw their tires off of traction and they will go flying. You know yeah. how much they fly. Maybe maybe it's being exaggerated, but they will be sure. spinning out or going, you know, yeah. off into the baby. There, there was a lot of yeah. jokes on Twitch uh, where like the car would get rear-ended, like a car got rear-ended, and like its front bumper flew off. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> so. like I was like I was telling Tyler, and like I talked to talked to Tyler about this, you know, uh, screw this this uh, um, Fast and Furious stuff, and you know the 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 rice rockets and all of that. Do another um, cops versus versus bad guys thing, but do it sort of like it's like a a crime thing where you know you're in a you're in a city, you're in a grid in a city, and the the robbers have to go to a bank, get the money out of the bank, jump in their cars and take off, and they got to make it to a spot before the cops get them and knock them out off the well, face is, of the earth. There is a heist element to this game. They didn't show it today, but there I think some of that is going to be in this. Now, how but well I'm, it's like, going to be done, I, it, it remains to be seen. But some of that's yeah. going to be in there. Yeah, but I mean multiplayer. Cops versus Oh, okay. Versus. Well, there might, yeah, there might be. I mean, who knows? But uh, but I'm kind of with Randy on this. Like, I, I, I like two kinds of racing games. Because I actually do like racing games. But I either like them um, on the end of, like, Forza Motorsport, where the scenery is so gorgeous and it just shows off the capabilities of the machine. Mm-hmm. And the cars are great and they handle great and all that stuff. Or, on the total opposite end of the spectrum, just total silliness and destruction. Yeah. yeah. I like one or the other, but when you get in the middle too much, you, you don't have... You're not good at anything. Right. I mean, you know, this thing might have potential, especially, like, let's say if we have, like, a co-op element to, like, mm-hmm. the heists or whatever they have in the game. Yeah. That would be interesting. You know, I'd like it to seems that. like they have that, too. From, like, the gameplay we saw where one guy drove up and then the chick got in and got up and got inside the truck and drove out so it seems yeah. like there could be a co-op aspect to it might be but it's hard to do co-op in a racing game i mean what does it what does one person do just sit in the passenger seat <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, pretty much they, they have like what <laughs> the GPS. Uh, the different people and like you like set up in like heist standard and yeah. different one person does this like one person does that and mm-hmm. yada yada yeah. So, did they go into any kind of backstory at all, like to who the characters are, who you no, are? I don't think so. No, like, no, are no. you a good guy? No. Are you a bad guy? Are you no. some kind it has of government to do, organization? It has something to do with the mafia in okay. fictional Las Vegas. Ooh, so, fun. it's um, you somehow got caught up with them, and you're you're taking your. It's a revenge story, is what they said. Of course, so, isn't every <laughs> racing game a revenge story at yes, this point? Yes, it, it is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh you, my God. you scratch my car. <laughs> It's kind of like it's it's kind of like pro wrestling. It's kind of like pro wrestling. It's like if you if you you know yell loud enough in in the racing games terms, if you drive fast enough and you beat them at this one race, then it solves everything. And (laughs) or it's like in pro wrestling, you know, they'll like you know steal your girl or something. But as long as you beat them at the pay per view, it's even. You know, it's just kind of like. I don't know. I'm with you on that too. But I've never played racing games for the story, though. I don't know if you guys have, no. but I never no, have. Not really, so, no. <clears throat> all right. We talked about a way out a little bit. Anybody else? You, anything else to say on that? It looks kind of cool. Like it's. Yeah. What I did want to mention is that this is co-op only the whole way through, whether yeah. you're playing online or couch. You cannot or play couch. the single player. Yeah. Yep. I so that was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. There seems to be a little bit of a going trend of couch play, and this is, is another example. And I guarantee we're going to see that tomorrow, by the way, with we Halo We need 5. more couch they're, couch games. They're going to add mm-hmm. couch play back into Halo 5, guaranteed. But Oh, seriously? I, I It's a rumor I've heard, but it makes all the sense in the world, because that's where that's where everybody's going right now. Well, so they, Yeah, they People are because... so disappointed when it when it was gone, mm-hmm. when they took it out. Yeah. but Every single game had it, so why take mm-hmm. it out? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, the, you know, and the an- another going trend, too, 
it seems to be they're keep mentioning that they're listening to their fans. Yeah. They're like taking in what people are tweeting about. Even with uh, Battlefront, right? We'll talk about that later. But mm-hmm. it seems like they are reading people's tweets and getting ideas from communities and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's good to see, right? Yeah. So, Mike, um, uh, like they're I, like, I, okay, I definitely want to touch on later. Please remind me. Mike, what, Jeff? Um, I was going to say about the Xbox, what they really need for like the Xbox or even a PS4 is is a solid Mario Party type game. I mean, they've got licenses for Banjo Kazooie and Rayman and all that stuff. Why not make a party game with all those those cast characters. That would be cast. really cool. Yeah. Do you think Sea of Thieves might be that party type game? It's never going to happen, no, though. No, I do not at all. I think well, I mean, Sea they, of Thieves they... is going to be, you know, you're doing it yourself, you know, playing by yourself with people online. Yeah. They have tried okay. something like it with a PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale oh, yeah. and it didn't turn out that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's because PlayStation did it. No, but, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Ah, don't kill me. Ah. <laughs> All right, back to <laughs> back to a way out. It it looked at first like it was just kind of like a prison break type game, but yeah. it's so much more than that. You get out of prison, and then yeah. this whole other story unfolds. And it was hard to tell kind of what it's all about. How long do you think it is? I I'll bet you this is like a four or five uh, hour. That's yeah, it does not seem that long. But I mean, uh, like it does. It's probably just going to be like a $15 game. I can't see you know, it being you know a... Where I, yeah, you know where I see it going, though, is like uh, a game that we all fell in love with here on the podcast, um, Late Shift, where yeah. oh. the choices... <laughs> yeah, that game is really good. I don't know if you ever played it, but it's actually... It's really I know what it is, but I've never played it. Yeah, it's innovative or, and fun. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's actually really fun, yeah. The, and where I'm drawing the comparison here is that the choices you make during the game draw you to lead you towards one of seven, diff- seven different endings. So there's a lot of replayability to it, mm-hmm. and the choices you make literally steer you down one of these paths. And I'm wondering if this game will have that too, where there's going to be multiple. The game well, might be short, but there's going to be different endings you can experience. I don't think yeah. so. To be honest, it it's, it felt very linear linear in terms of story, but mm-hmm. in terms of gameplay, it did feel like there is a variety. A like you can, choices. yeah, you can do like a lot of different things and experience it differently. Mm-hmm. But the story itself. I don't know. It's it seemed linear to me. I can't see yeah. a lot of choices happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, I, I kind of agree with yeah. you on that. And they were showing off and talking about how we make different choices and the replayability was there. But yeah, I would say the overall story, especially coming from an independent studio, you wouldn't think it's going to be that bulky of a game. But I yeah. could be wrong. Yeah, but I do think this will be a shorter game. But yeah. uh, and I hope it's got replayability enough of it anyway to warrant whatever they ask. But I think right, if you're right, if it's like fifteen bucks, which I agree with, then I'm all for supporting new ideas. So I I probably pick it up at that price. Yeah, no. there's no way it's gonna be like a full sixty dollar game. Well, I know Ghostbusters the game was fifty dollars. Oh Jesus, that stink. <laughs> well, I need to cuss about that. <laughs> so. <laughs> And one other game recently came out, a smaller game that was like 40 Oh, Friday the 13th. It was $40. Yeah. Well, you can't play that one, though. Well, you can oh, yeah. You can yeah, you, you can play. You can play Searching for a Match is what you can no, play. You can, no, you can fully play it now. It's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I still don't think it's worth $40, though. I mean, so. $40 isn't too, too bad, but still, I, I do agree. It's a little excessive. Yeah. Well, Rami just just killed my dreams with this game, this uh, a way out game that you have to play co-op. Yes, you can well, play single player. Oh yeah, you have to. Um, it's 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 risky, but I think I think it works out because if you just 
you can't like he had a dream and he 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 went for it and i think yeah, yeah. if he sticks to his co-op thing i think if he altered it in any way to make it single player it would be a, just a horrible experience for those playing it and didn't yeah. didn't brothers didn't yeah. brothers require you to play with somebody too no, it was actually on one remote. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was on one remote. And you had to control both the characters, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't all that spiritually different. True. You know, so, yeah. Now, I remember that was the cool feature about that game. But, yeah. all right. So next up is legitimately probably the most exciting thing to come out of the conference and um, probably not, uh, uh, coincidentally, the shortest thing was Anthem. Oh, yeah. And we saw something really brief. It looked very Destiny-like. Yeah. And Gee, I wish I would have said that, Tyler. Yeah, don't, I know. D- 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 don't put Destiny near it, please. <laughs> no, I just like... I never played Destiny, but were there reptiles or... Uh, no, but just the feel. Yeah, there are, there are. But the look and feel the of the wall. game... Yeah, was very Destiny-like. As soon as they showed the, the mask, I'm like, oh, Destiny. <laughs> so, they... But it looks great, and and this is where they started talking about Scorpio, and they started really touting Scorpio, um, talking about how powerful it is and all the things you're gonna be able to do with it. Right before that, they showed screenshots of like Madden jerseys and the helmets and how they looked, and there is a noticeable difference, by the way, in how they look. Um, yeah. But then they showed off this game, and they they showed very small amount of it, saying that you're gonna see a lot more tomorrow at the Microsoft conference. So that. So prediction time, guys. I know. Is I, I this really an exclusive hope. launch title for oh. Scorpio? Don't think, don't say that. I'm I gonna say yes. No. I think it might be. No. Like I said, like just I said, because. Okay, okay. Just think. Their other game was Mass Effect Andromeda, and we don't quite know how long they've been working on that. But when the game came out, it didn't seem like it was quietly like polished. So it almost leans like they were focusing on another IP possibly. Mm-hmm. And this could very well be it. And they could be just been working really hard to get this out for the launch of Scorpio. So, so what, I don't think that's a bad uh, well, I mean, bad if, guess for a prediction. If it, if it comes out, like, for the launch of Scorpio, that's fine. But if it's just exclusive to Scorpio, then you're no, just... No, no, no. Launch. Yeah, exclusive yeah. to Xbox. Exclusive to Xbox. Oh, okay. But, yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I mean. All right, yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that. I remember uh, the rumors that came out before they got wiped off the face of the internet was there were going to be eight Scorpio-ready games at launch, and mm-hmm. I would truly believe this will be one of them. I, I, you know? I think, I think yeah, eight like, games is that's true. That's what I mean. There seems to be a lot of evidence to support it. Mm-hmm. I think that they just did a shoddy job with Mass Effect because Mass Effect is one of their bread-and-butter franchises. I mean, you know, I just think they dropped the ball a little bit on it. And I don't think that. BioWare is doing this game, and yeah. another studio is doing the other game, so... You know, yeah. yeah, they've admitted it with Mass Effect too. They said we screwed up. Yeah, and so and they've actually shut down future plans on it for now. Uh, while mm-hmm. they look into how to kind of redo it and do it right, but right. okay. So, I re- I'm really hoping for yeah. like a psychological theme I'm to this you. game because throw some creepy shit in but there. Was that what like was. Prey? <laughs> what Prey yeah. was supposed to have been? Yeah, a I bit. haven't finished Prey. So, all right, so now into the biggest game of the conference, NBA Live 18. Nice. And I wish they would just quit oh, that the this one? series. I just wish they would give up on NBA and be done. Why are they still trying? <laughs> it's not like they're There's making money off of it. Basketball fans out there, and there's, mon- there's 
There's money to be had. They so already saw... have a good basketball game. Why are they trying to compete with uh, 2K? I can so tell I you. The... Yeah, but it's I NBA. like the, 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 the feel of uh, the NBA series more than I do the the 2K17 series, 2K series, and I know I am in the minority in that big time. And I'm sure there are boos going on, but I just like it better. Just how it is. <laughs> I mean, do you, know, do you guys not cringe at all? Like yeah, whenever they're showing, time. like, yeah, like, hey, watch me bounce this ball, and I have full control of this ball. I can bounce it back. I can bounce <laughs> it back forth. I have full control. And watch was... me as I go around this other player. <laughs> that was watch the, the whole other sports he, he segment. Mark. I, I was cringing the entire time. <laughs> and yeah. no, here's the Look thing. how terrible so, this guy is I'm playing against. <laughs> the numbers don't lie, and if I remember the numbers correctly, NBA Live 16, which, uh, yeah, because they didn't put 17 out, they canceled it. NBA Live 16 sold less than 100,000 copies. And you're still coming back with this game this year, and the only reason that, the only thing that explains it is that they're still paying for the license for from the NBA. And that's the only, you know, they're trying to get something. Yeah, but probably. EA is, is always so, trying to get something, though. I know. But this game is so overmatched by NBA 2K. And I, I would understand if they sold 300,000 copies a year, because then they could make something out of Ultimate Team, which is what drives their sports, you know, division. Yeah. But yeah. less than 100,000, you're not going to make enough out of Ultimate Team. Mm-hmm. So... How do you find anybody to play? I, I, I don't know. People but, always buy it, dude. Yeah, but, man, they didn't last time. That's the thing. It's like, so, I, I don't know. I, I would rather see them invest in a baseball game if they're going to do it, because oh, EA, made, EA made a fantastic baseball game back in the day. Yeah. But I don't see it happening anytime soon. And the rumor is, by the way, that the MLB license is the most expensive video game license to get. Even, <laughs> really? Even more than NFL. And, and if that's not true, then it's second. It's more than the NBA, which is insane. Yeah. So, but that's one of the holdups too, I think. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, anything else on NBA guys, or um, no? We can pass that through. All right. <laughs> yes, all right. So, uh, here's a game that took up most of the conference, honestly. Star Wars Battlefront Two, and mm-hmm. they could have shown half of the gameplay they showed, and I would still pre-order it. I'm, I'm excited for the game. I think it looks fantastic. I think. Uh, they've rectified a lot of things that were lacking in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think they showed it for too long. And I think it, it just slowed down the conference again. And, man, people just sat on their hands through most of EA's hour and a half. Yep. But yeah. what, what are you guys' thoughts? Um, my thoughts, uh, very, very, very much, that every time I hear the word game changers, a hair on the back <laughs> of my neck sticks Oh, up. God. Because they have screwed up so much freaking crap on other games that I don't want game changers to have anything to do with the games at all, yeah. you know. And we have we have 19 game changers and one one chick here, and when they're all gonna play, I'm like, okay, great. And they're like telling to the, the telling the story about how we flew them all out, that they could give the input and everything like that. Oh yeah, did that was you weird. You have a bunch of game changers show up for Battlefield One? I don't think you did. And uh, Battlefield One is extremely successful, and this looks like Battlefield with Star Wars skin, which is exactly what a lot of people <laughs> want. So kick the game changers to the curb and let the general public say what they want, not these 19 individuals well, who are ripping good at games. Here's the thing. So let me let me jump in real quick, and I'll turn it over to you guys. Because I agree with Mike, but to a point. And, and I think that 
the Game Changers program is good if you have a representative sample of your community. And the problem is they don't. They take the super best of the best. So where, where we first, where Mike first got his distaste for Game Changers, and me too, was with the mm -hmm. NHL series. They brought in Game Changers to make it all better. And they, yeah. brought in, they brought in the super best of the best at the Sports Hockey League portion of the game. The problem is those are the guys that score like, you know, eight points a game, like uh -huh. Steve. And, <laughs> and uh, but literally legit eight points a game. And mm -hmm. and they just do whatever they want. They're super skilled at it. That's not the average player. Mm -mm. That's yeah. so the things that that player wants are totally different mm -hmm. from what the average player in that game wants. And I th I think those I think the super best need to be heard from. But so do the people who play casually, and so do the people who just want to play with their friends. Yep. Just mm -hmm. to make it accessible for everybody. And mm -hmm. that's where I have a problem with the game changers thing is that you're only catering to the super best without taking in any account of, of the vast, vast, vast majority of your community. Uh -huh. So, anyway, rant done. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was kind of uh, upset that we didn't get it to see, like... Because they claim that they have all the eras, but we, I didn't see anything from the trailer or the gameplay of, like, the second movie or the third movie. Like, I didn't see Not any... Either like clone wars i just saw like oh phantom menace and the rest is the stuff we already know that's there yep. i didn't see yep. any second movie or third movie no, I, I want the, the flavors there yeah well i want to see some general grievous that's what i want to see that'd be cool oh you want general grievous as a playable character you yeah, are of uh, there's no way you're gonna see some dude going through <laughs> you know it's all over for everybody i've heard that, that he is I've heard that he is. He oh, should he better be. be super weak on loading the sabers. Then should because be. Wasn't he in your old like Battlefront? Wasn't he in Battlefront? He was. Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah, he, he was a great playable character. He's a great hero. Yeah. Like, you want all eras? Add him in. Add yeah. him in. I want to see him. I think they will. They've got Darth Maul mm -hmm. in there. they got to have him in there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like, this game does look promising, but honestly, I'm afraid that it's just something eerie is going to happen. Something really bad. <laughs> Like well, what? Okay. One of the best things of the announced though was DLC. free. True. True. Free DLCs. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. That's exactly what I was about to say. But the biggest problem with like them claiming free DLC, what if it starts out with little to no content, and then they just chum in all this free DLC, um, and they're just backlogging it. EA learned from that. EA learned a lesson from that with one game that's not nearly on the scope of uh, of Battlefront Two. Which was um, Tiger Woods P or um, Roy McIlroy PGA Tour? They so they released Roy McIlroy PGA Tour with nine courses mm -hmm. to play on, whereas Tiger always had twenty. And and they said, well, we're gonna update it all for free. And even by the time they were done updating, they only had what like sixteen, Mike, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, they they completely uh, jumped ship. And no, no, nothing was but, ever heard from again. But the point is, that's a game that they're not relying on nearly as much. And the revolt was huge in that community. They're not going to do that. They've already promised three times the content of mm -hmm. of the first yeah. game. So, so here, I, here's my. I think this game's going to be robust and good. Go ahead, Eugene. Sorry. So, yeah, you're fine. Here, here's my idea. So they say free DLC, but what free DLC means to me are a few characters here and there and a few maps here and there. Yeah. But it doesn't mean free expansions. They're still going to have yeah. some expansions, I'm sure, on this game. And they, they kind of like how they did with a, whenever they released Destiny. Uh, you bought the season pass where you got the DLC, 
And then mm-hmm. later on the line, uh, they released two expansions, and your season pass did not cover the expansion. See, that's which kind of burned up a lot of players. That, that pissed off a lot of people because when you it buy did. a season pass, you get everything. Now, yeah, but that, you only yeah, got the DLC. You should. Now they said free DLC, so it doesn't matter if it's an expansion pack. It doesn't matter if it's you know a uh, character. It doesn't matter if it's you know whatever it is. Um, if they come back and say, well, you, you get this one thing as free DLC, and then we're going to start charging for the rest of it, they're going to get a backlash. So they know what the, they'd have to word it super carefully to make sure that everybody knew that the only the thing in December was free, and then everything else after that they'd have to buy a season pass for. Otherwise, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of blowback. I, I think they're going to follow the Halo 5 model. And they're going to have. I was gonna say, Halo yeah, because yep. they, they've already talked about this concept of seasons. Where each season represents a different era, um, and so when season one rolls out, that that they've already said is going to represent the Last Jedi. Yeah. So, you're going to see extra content from that movie roll mm-hmm. out uh, free, and right. then episode or um, season two might be Empire Strikes Back, you know, or something. Right. And we'll see content, more content roll out from that, and I think that's a good way to do it, where you can get away with like two maps at a time. Mm-hmm. And a couple of heroes, you know, one one good, one bad, and keep moving on just like Halo did. Because Halo's updates weren't that huge. It's not like they uh-huh. put out a giant map pack that gave you like four maps at a time. Right. It was always like two at a time. But they had the toolkit too. But it was all free. Yeah. And that that went a long way towards kind of bringing back that relationship between Halo's fans. Yeah. And three four three, because if you remember when Halo four came out. The player base dropped by like 85% in the first, after two weeks and mm-hmm. uh, for online, and that's when Call of Duty came out that year. Yeah. So they had to find a way to keep their player base around, and that's how they did it. And mm-hmm. when you think about the competition out there this year for Battlefront, you've got a Call of Duty World War II game, you've got Battlefield 1 continuing to pour content in, and you mm-hmm. have Destiny 2. You have to have something that's going to keep your players there. So yeah, yeah I, I like the I like the free model because you know Call of Duty's not doing the free model, <laughs> no. no way, and nope. Destiny's not doing it either. We know that. Yeah. I, so this is a way you can separate yourself and and keep players playing. Another you know, point. Yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead. An- another point is that um, they said like of course there's offline like couch co-op. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like. Is there, there's either no online co-op for the campaign or there's no couch co-op for um, the multiplayer? Like, w- like, do you guys know anything I don't, about that? I don't oh. remember seeing any couch co-op for multiplayer. Yeah. See, so I, like, there is going to be co-op for campaign, though, from what I saw. That, is there online co-op for campaign? I think, I think so. But and I, would, I would love to see it be, like, four-player, but I don't think it will. I don't. I don't understand why they would remove. Like they would give us couch co-op for the campaign, but not the multiplayer. See, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and, I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure. And that's just really annoying. Yeah. Because it, sure. it it limits replayability as well. Just yeah. like you just take out multiplayer for no reason. Right. For the, Rami, be honest with you, my friend. I I can't stand it when I play uh, couch co-op multiplayer with somebody because I'm constantly looking at their side of the screen. <laughs> You know? <laughs> and I can't see any. I can't. I can see half as wide as I usually can, you know. And I'm getting derailed. And you know, I to me, I'd rather not play uh, multiplayer. Uh, got to get a bigger TV, bro. I got one, man. I mean, it, it only goes <laughs> sideways. Uh, so remember, uh, not Tyler. big enough. <laughs> so you do, 
you remember Tyler when we tried to play Gears of War? Uh, oh God, yes, it was awful. It's so horrible. Yeah, but that was on like a hotel. It TV just reminds right me of that. So like we're at a training thing. True, but e two inch zenith. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> pretty so, much. I mean, pretty much. But that's how spoiled we are today too, because like. Back in the day, we played like Nintendo or original Xbox. If you're on a 32, you're like, oh my god! And you're like so two huge. feet from the screen. Yeah. No, you're yeah, on a 32, and you're like, this thing's so huge. You know, and now you're just like trying to get as close as you can. You're like, I yep. can't see anything on this tiny thing. That's because yeah. we're all blind after all these years. I know, but yeah, you, look right? 30, you look at a 32 inch TV today, and you're like, this who said like that? An, Come closer. I know. You're like, yeah. you're like, this thing's like an iPad. But yeah. create monster TVs. <laughs> um, bring in degenerate see, eye disease. That thing. That's the thing, too, like, with the Nintendo Switch. Like, I tried to play it on tabletop mode at one point. I'm like, oh, my God, this screen is small. Like, it's almost like your your iPhone, right? So, yeah, I don't know. You see, I we, we're Zelda pretty much like used to big screens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. All right. So, well, with that being said, um, there was one thing I wanted to touch on. I can't remember real quick. Remember, because um, Remy, Remy took off, and then I followed his thought. Um... Important. Oh yeah, they, they, they can't. It's like oh, they have to wait to release that world from Star Wars Eight. So they pretty much have to give it for free if they're gonna say you know it expands everything. So they just have to wait on it, you know. I but I really like I said I really hope they don't try to pull that BS and then that's just gonna be another backlash. And this this uh, um, we never play Battlefield One unfortunately. I, I'm terrible at it, but I still like to cuss at it. Um, but I think uh, Star Wars will be Star Wars will be the, the FPS that gets me back in, and I will probably smash at the smithereens with the class system. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. See, I'll probably be spread out between Destiny and uh, Star Wars. That'll probably yeah. be my two FPSs. And the cool thing is they're different enough that you yes. can do it. So. Yeah. Because like then if you throw Call of Duty that, well then that's kind of like Battlefield and. Kind of like Destiny, I guess. Not really, but I don't need three. Three, Here's the thing, three, though, three we, is too much for me. Graham, I'm telling you, if we crush on Destiny early in September, um, we're going to be through everything by the time November rolls around. And we're going to yeah. be waiting on the first uh, the first DLC. Mm -hmm. I want to see some crazy space battles. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can always download Galaxy of Heroes and get those crazy space Oh, yeah, battles. yeah. You know what? Let me yeah, just, just drop a, a 1K right now. Oh, yeah. You need to drop two thousand dollars, so you yeah. can impress impress that lady on TV. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try to. So, right. so let's go around. Uh, that that was pretty much it for the EA conference. Before we get to questions, let's go around and just kind of give it a grade, A through F, or anywhere in between. Where what do you guys think <laughs> landed? All right. Oh. Well, um, if they wouldn't have just, you know, it, it was like Patrick. Like I said, you know, it's like. Uh, football game stuff, soccer game stuff, NBA. It, it was just, it was just kind of like thrown together. Um, I don't know. I give it a strong C. Okay. Mm. Who's up? Well, I'll go next because <laughs> I'm gonna give it a C as well because it wasn't terrible. Like we pretty much knew most stuff they're gonna bring. I like that they got uh, EA originals and still supporting indie. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can't really give a grade based on hinting about the Bioware game. Mm -hmm. So, but Battlefront, that was probably the most exciting thing, and the DLCs come for Battlefield 1. So I'll give them like 
a C minus, I guess, if I have to give them a, <laughs> a type of C. <laughs> C minus. By strong C, I mean C. Yeah. Not C plus. Yeah, not no, C minus. Dead in the middle C. A strong right. C. Eugene, what do you got? You guys, you guys are too friendly. I'm I'm giving wow. them a D. Oh, because you like, like your any show grade? No, so listen. So <laughs> I, I knew of every game that they talked about. I, I already knew about every game that they talked about. We already knew they were going to release, be released. I already knew that there's going to be another campaign for FIFA. I didn't know they were going to bring the character back, but I, I knew everything that they talked about, with the exception of Anthem. Didn't hear anything about Anthem. You know, and, we won't hear way about out. it. A way out. I, I've heard about a way out. I heard about it uh, a few months ago. I saw a YouTube video on it actually uh, about how they're going to have like a prison style game where you have to escape. So I, I have heard about a way out. Oh, I didn't know that right. they were EA supporting it, but um, it, was, it was just very. Uh, it wasn't. It, it was very lackluster. I, it didn't impress me too well. Um, everything that they did talk about, we already knew was coming out. Um, I did enjoy <laughs> the Battlefield and the uh, Battlefront gameplay. Um, I think they pushed the gameplay too much. I think they um, had just the right amount of Battlefield, but went way too far with Battlefront. And was yes. going, like you said, Mike, with the uh, the game changers was uh, mm -hmm. pretty cringeworthy. Um, the yeah. whole John Boyega uh, tweet thing was uh, pretty cringeworthy. Um, mm -hmm. I'm glad they addressed it, but show something new. And then they have to end it off without... Um, I, I, we're going to talk about it in the questions, but I was really hoping for an old franchise to come back. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they ended off uh, with uh, Galaxy of Heroes. So I, I think it was very lackluster. It wasn't very creative. It was uh, long, boring. And even the audience, you could see the audience. Just people were on their uh, on their phones, probably on Facebook, because they are bored. Yeah, that, that audience uh, blew. Yeah. yeah. The so only people that, that's that were clapping was the presenters. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll give them a I know. It was terrible. D plus. Like, why are you there if you don't want to be there? You know? Yeah. yeah. If this right. doesn't interest you, go away. Well, a lot of it's gaming press, too. So they have to be there. But, but yeah, the rest of it, I agree. There are people there that are just there, that are part of the EA Play thing. So if you're not going to be excited, like, here, here's where I will give Sony credit for this. Their fan base comes excited every year at E3. Mm -hmm. And they make that event so much bigger. They, they get so many so more credit than they deserve. Because of how excited they get, but I swear to God, uh, they got a punch bowl with Adderall outside the venue. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you give them? Uh, very weak D, because wow. honestly, I, I'm not I'm not into the sports right. games. I'm not into Need for Speed. I'm not into any of that. Even Battlefield One, I wasn't really that interested in, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like the only interest I take from that whole conference was the Way Out developer being. Mm -hmm incredibly enthusiastic made me want to yeah. buy the game on the spot that game looked amazing and um the two mm -hmm. second anthem trailer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <literally, I know. laughs> that was literally the highlight of the whole conference it and was then the, yeah the rest of the presenters i was actually cringing like watching it like i didn't even want to watch it i was just playing zelda i was literally playing my switch because i didn't mm. want to watch them and i was just waiting for the trailers that's how bad <laughs> it was so yeah all right, I'm gonna be slightly nicer, and here's <laughs> here's the only reason. Be cop. No, 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 but it's not that nice. It's like slightly nicer. No, but okay. he, here's the only reason why <laughs> that EA's kind of EA has this unique challenge every year because they they have everything. So like when when they're talking about their sports games, which they, which they have to talk about, the Star Wars fans and the Battlefield fans are like, oh my god, well, can this please end? 
And <laughs> that's when, true. That's true. And when the FIFA fans and NHL fans and Madden fans are listening to Star Wars Battlefront, they're like, "Oh, please, again." Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's a unique challenge, and You're it's right. one that it's one that no one else has, really, because mm-hmm. part half of EA's brand is their sports. So. Um, but that said, they still weren't all that great today. They, I thought they were better and more on message today than they have been in previous years. I thought they let themselves get bogged down with sports less this year than in previous years. Um, I'll give them a C plus. I think, I think they could have made that comments 45 minutes and I probably would have given them a B because I think we saw too much. It got redundant with the Battlefront gameplay after a while. Yeah. And... And yep. to, to uh, tease us with a good. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they. Uh, one more thing. They could have kicked off the conference with um, Anthem and said, "Tune, tune in tomorrow at four o'clock central for Microsoft to learn more," and then just shut it off. And I would have been fine. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't really see why, but the, but the the battlefield montage was hilarious. That was. Um, I enjoyed the that. Guy, the guy's battery running out and semi stroking was hilarious. <laughs> and um, there was one other thing. Oh yeah, the a way out guy. You know, yeah. the rest of it, yeah. yeah. That, but that's why I gave it to C, because that, that stuff made the difference. You know what the, bothered me the most about the Star Wars Battlefront gameplay? Is that nobody crashed their ships into the ground, into troops. Like, like that happens every in every <laughs> Battlefield game, in every yes. Star Wars game. Like, You're not playing why? with game changers. Yeah. You're not playing with game changers, that's why. Yeah. Game changers don't crash, dude. Don't it, you it know? Me, game changers it, it made me cringe. It made me very, very so, much cringe. God, you're such an idiot my, at games. Game changers don't crash. I know. Like, if, if anybody at EA is listening, I guess here would be my advice for your conferences. Like, you guys have this stigma, and, and whether it's earned or not, of being the company that's like totally emotionless and you just make games to make money. Whether that's deserved I mean, they're or not voted. Is, I know. But whether that's <laughs> deserved or not is relevant. It's, it's the label you have. Mm-hmm. So the two best reactions you got today, or the three best reactions you got today, were yeah. people showing true, real emotion. And it was the Battlefield 1 players, that montage. It was yep. the, the guy from What's the Game Again? Sorry. A way out. A way, way out. out, yeah. The guy from Way Out. And it was the girl that plays the lead role in the single player. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it, not, it was the blonde chick for me. No, 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 no. Listen, oh, it's how, how emotional she got about talking about her mom being there. And oh, yeah. it's a big day for her. That, those three things got the most reaction out of the crowd. Gotcha. And if you look back, um, Unravel Guy, same thing. You yeah. know, they need more of that because when you when you watch Sony and when you watch Microsoft, when Microsoft's on their game, you can feel the passion behind what they do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's missing from EA. Yeah. For me. Worst thing was is the NBA 18 guy that came out and started talking about it. He looked like he was ready just to uh, do, end do it all. Do you remember when they brought the guy out like two years ago and, and had him like map his face? Yeah, NBA? Oh, and then he started oh. making fun of he started making fun of one of the uh, the top guys like that was on stage oh, like patting his, his belly. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah. like patting his belly and stuff. I'm like, what oh. is going on? <laughs> yeah, but the guy so who terrible. came out for 18 is just like, oh, yeah, well, you're doing 18, and here to here here's the game in sunlight with on monitors, and, and yeah, that was that's, almost that's, everybody. Okay, I'm gonna go go. Get a bottle of vodka and go off they, myself. They made the Switch presentation <laughs> like, I got, look I got amazing. better things to do. No, these people made yeah. the Switch presenters look like, you know, trained professional public speakers. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Anyway, all right. I would, that give, it, I would have given anything about to questions. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's get to questions. Eugene, what do we got? So uh, we've had some EA-related questions today right. on our Facebook page. So once again, you can go on Gaming Culture Radio Forums and ask questions, and you will have a chance to win uh, one of $400 worth of prizes. Over uh, 400 because I just picked up another one today. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. So. And then we're, uh, we're giving away a, a game title for each conference. So uh, mm -hmm. be excited for that to be uh, considered for that. You have to submit a question. So our first question comes from uh, Stephen Wiseman. And his question is, what is the likelihood of a new Dead Space? How much would you want a new Dead Space? I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it at the very end. I was just hoping, but then Galaxy of Heroes came out. Yeah, oh, yeah. I wanted it bad, and I, I would, if, if it was before the conference, I would have said the likelihood's maybe like 40%. Um, and obviously, we know the answer, but yeah, it was disappointing. Even honestly, mm -hmm. if they ended it on that note, I'm sorry, uh, honestly, if they ended it on that note with the reveal trailer for that yes i think we would have remembered the a conference a lot differently we would have oh, you're right you're yep. right steven i want it as much as i want every single microphone you touch to break immediately <laughs> <laughs> so that means he wants it bad <laughs> translation yes okay. all right me, I just touched I, with microphone. No, ultimately, we, we want Dead Space. Give us Dead Space. Yeah. And yeah. there's still hope. I, I still hope that, you know, during Microsoft's conference or something, it, it'll just pop up, yeah. which would be amazing. So I yeah. doubt it. They, Maybe. They, yeah. they would have they showed it at this conference because of how, honestly, I this conference was horrible. They so they yeah. need, yeah, they definitely needed something. There's no way they would hold that back. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. Next question comes from Brian Richland. Uh, with more companies like EA and Nintendo doing their own special conferences, do you think eventually E3 may go away? Also, do you prefer this method versus everyone uh, having an E3 conference? Um, it's really um, not that different to me right now. It's, I mean, we still watch the conferences and they're still the same weekend, right? And yeah. it's, uh, it's just less condensed, which is nice for us with like what we're doing. Um, yeah. It gives us a little more breathing room in between right. uh, versus having to jump one to another to another to another. Um, yeah. But it hasn't changed that much. I mean, and if like EA Play was in Boston, then it'd be different, but it's in LA. So you can still go to it and go to E3 and do all that stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah. Well, has E3 ended as we knew it before? Yeah, I think it has. But I think we'll see it go more this way so companies can control their own message and do all that stuff. But um, it doesn't really bother me. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Um, e, it, E3 is a lot like Coachella is to uh, uh, music. Um, you know, they, it's just there as an umbrella to bring everybody together for, you know, a, a solid amount. I mean, you know, a specific amount of time for everybody to get their Ito Bonito stuff out. And then, you know, we all move on to the next one, you know, the next concert, whatever, you know, GamesCon coming out in August or whatever it is, you know, and then PAX or whatever. So it's just, I don't think that it's ever going to break up and then them, you know, just do this and that and the other, you know, so. Yeah, they all take place at the same time. And it's like, you go to YouTube, what do you type in? You type in E3 trailers. And even if it was technically an EA conference, it's going to be labeled E3 trailer. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. It just, it just went dead for a second. I was so yeah. confused. <laughs> All right. So next like, question is actually wrong? a two-part question. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. 
So just a two-part question, uh, uh, two different listeners, um, mm. but their questions are very similar, so I'm going to time in together. Uh, we have Dylan Anderson. He asks, do you think EA knows that most of their games are flawed constantly with bugs <laughs> and glitches? Do you think that they care since they're one of only four major developer publisher co- publisher companies? Uh, David Fry also asks, do you think there is a possibility of EA sports games going every other year to polish things like giant goalies, proper stadium direction, etc. So, Graham, I'm going to let you go first on this because you actually knew people who worked on EA games when you lived in Vancouver, yeah, correct? I was going to I was say that, yeah, for sports games anyways, because the thing with sports games is there's a due date every year, and if that game doesn't come out on that date, then you're going to have even more haters than you already have, and mm-hmm. you already have enough haters, you don't need any more. So... Basically, people, game testers, go and they find all these bugs and stuff like that. But EA has only got a set amount of time, so they know that when they release games, that there's bugs and there's things like that. But they just bite the bullet, and maybe they're like, well, we'll patch those later or something like that. But they know that when they release these games, that there are bugs. And Mm -hmm. they just... They don't have the time, basically, to fix them all or test everything and make sure everything's all good. So they release it, knowing that they have bugs. To tie in with David's question, do you think they should extend their time limit to two years, maybe? Okay, do I think? And right. will they? It's two different things. Like, we've talked about this numerous times. And bottom line is, every year on that day, I will buy NHL, and there's certain people that will do it with Madden, some people will do it for both, or three titles, whatever. So, because... Unless people stop buying it, which I'm not going to be that person, then mm-hmm. they're going to start release, keep releasing them every year. Yeah, Listen, well, I mean, I don't think, honestly, the, the, the whining aside from impatient gamers, I don't think anyone cares that you're going to take a year or two to work on your game. If it comes out and it's great and it's amazing and it's impressive, then do it. If you Take more time. That's what gamers want. Because mm-hmm. if you keep throwing up these like titles you just want to push out every year just to make money and that's that's not even including sports games it's every game they publish yeah. or make it's just yeah. that they throw okay, it out but there for sports games if it's great and amazing and all that stuff then why even replace it two years down the road like yeah well, so they, basically they they, they have they have to do this you know you gotta you gotta trust them i mean um but you can't because they said that uh, the PGA Tour Golf was going to be a uh, biannual thing, and they just disappeared off the face of the earth when they yeah. started getting massive complaints. And, you know, where's this, where's that? You know, you guys said you're going to have this done by now. They just disappeared and washed their hands of it. You, yep. you cannot that- get anybody that is a representative of EA whatsoever to speak to you on the forums about PGA Tour Golf at all. They have no, And that, that game should be coming out, like, right now, the second yeah. one. But... Yeah, I, I don't know. My, my answer is different on this, too. Like, should they? No. Um, because $750 million or $30 million is a lot of money, and that's what they make off Ultimate Team every year. And that helps fund other projects. And yeah, we, we wrote an article on Xbox Culture uh, a few weeks ago where we all kind of debated this. But um, for me, I think that that extra money you make helps them bite the bullet on some lesser-grossing franchises like UFC and like NHL and like PGA, uh, should they bring it back. But 
but Madden and FIFA carry the load for those games through the, the revenue generated via Ultimate Team. And if you release a game every other year, you cut that revenue in half. And the reason I say that is because once your team's 99 overall, you're not spending any more money. Mm-hmm. And the people who spend the money spend it right away. It's not like somebody's going to decide a year later that's never spent any money, now I'm going to invest $400 in Ultimate Team. You know, they're not going to do it then. So the, there is a way around it, and I've heard it kicked around before, where they make Ultimate Team a free-to-play experience where you just have in-game purchases for packs and all that stuff. And then yeah. the game, the core game, is separate. Yeah. And if you do that, then you can release the core game every other year and just do an, uh, an in-between year roster update for $25. Yeah. you probably still be okay. But as long as Ultimate Team is tied to the yearly duration of the game, there's not a chance they'll go to biannual release. Right. That's my take. Okay. Who else? Eugene, any oh. thoughts? Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> All right. Take us on. That's the way we like it. <laughs> one. Let's do one more question. One more, and then we're going to uh, announce our this... winner for EA. Yeah. All right. So this question comes from Anthony Dennis. All right. The chief. Oh, God. I think I know him. <laughs> I think I know him too. Yeah. We've talked you don't to him know him he... today. Yeah. He is the editor in chief of Xbox Culture, and he had a question. He asked. Do you think it's possible for EA to go down a different path and surprise us at this year's E3? Well, we've kind of already covered that. <laughs> but do you think they still have another new title that has yet to be announced or leaked? And what would you like to see? Well, I think it's we kind of we, we got the answer with Anthem. Um, but, man, I would still love to see Dead Space. It's time for one. The last one was in 2013. So it's been four wow, years. Wow, that, that's been a long time. Yep. Did it yeah. sell well, though? I think it did, it did fine. I think it did all right. It did fine. It, 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 it had a little bit of a poor reception, but everyone well, liked it for the They brought part. Phantom Dust back, for Christ's sake. They, you can reinvest in Dead Space. Oh, no. They, they, <laughs> I definitely want them to bring back Dead, Dead Space. Bring back Isaac Clark. Bring back a, a, mm. a spaceship like the Ishimura. So but bring give, us me back the, the give me the core experience, though, of Dead Space. Being on a ship in a confined area. Yep. Not what yeah. Dead Space 3 gave. So, yeah. that's, that's my wish for that. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I, I, other than that, I don't see anything new and exciting coming out of EA unless unless they have another surprise tomorrow for Microsoft, but I think Anthem's going to be it. Unravel 2? Huh? Mm, huh? They would have done that huh? today. Yeah, they would have shown that. Yeah, they I mean, that. it might be know, something for the Scorpio, though. What? Score, score, Possibly. Why? What? Wait, wait. Maybe on round two could be an exclusive. Oh, shut like up. Said they need happening. eight, right? Maybe they're on major titles. Your prediction is fail. Well, Next. Well, no, see. it hasn't yet. I, I think it's still, still up in the air. They yeah, because have, Unravel might... totally needs fucking the Scorpio power. That's that's what it needs. I'll, I'll buy a Scorpio just Scorpio. for Unravel so, too. So here's my argument on that. I'll buy a Scorpio. Is that... Microsoft really, really supported, uh, really supported the release of Unravel. Um, I, I think that they may do something in return to, you know, kind of show their support, uh, have a full Maybe. retail release of it. I think it'll, I think it might turn out to be something nice for their relationship. Yeah, that would, that's that's a possibility. That would be cool. Um, and we'll see tomorrow. We're going to wrap up the show in a second here with uh, just a couple thoughts about Microsoft tomorrow. But um, before we do. Let's do our giveaway for our EA conference. 
And we actually have something really cool to give away here. Two things. So we're going to give away a copy of Halo the Master Chief Collection. And we're going to give away a one-year subscription to EA Access on Xbox One. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Fancy. So to our lucky winner, and by the way, if you entered in to win, uh, by, just by submitting a question on Facebook, you were entered into the drawing. So we did the drawing before the show. Uh, you were entered in to win, and if you don't win here, don't worry, you're still entered, and keep submitting questions, because for every question you submit, as long as they're legit, not like... Yeah. Not, don't flood us with like 50 questions, but yeah. as long as they're legit, you'll be entered uh, continually to win. So yeah. if you didn't win, doesn't mean that you're scrapped. You're still entered tomorrow as well for mm -hmm. Microsoft and Bethesda. So our winner, um, a listener to the show for a while, is uh, Mr. Dylan Anderson, actually. Oh, yeah. whoa. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked he won. Well, he, 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 he submitted we like 15 can we questions. Have a recount? He oh, I know, like I know, I know. Questions. I mean, I'm shocked because I was there for the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dylan, congratulations. You'll be getting a copy of Halo Master Chief Collection and a one-year subscription to EA Access on Xbox One. And tomorrow we've got a really cool giveaway for Dylan. Microsoft uh, if you have any interest in pre-ordering games this holiday for them. Yep. So, uh, let's uh, make sure everybody get online. Tonight on Facebook, submit your questions for the Microsoft Conference tomorrow. We uh, we got all our technical difficulties worked out today. So yeah. tomorrow we're actually going to have a pre-show for Microsoft at 3.30 Central Time in the afternoon. That'll be 4.30 Eastern and 2, uh, 1.30 Pacific. And then yeah. right after the show, we'll come yeah. back for another 20 minutes or so, do a post-show. And then we'll have our podcast here live on Twitch at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, and 4.30 Pacific time tomorrow for Microsoft. So before we go, guys, any last-minute thoughts tonight on what you're hoping to see? Think we're going to see from Microsoft tomorrow? Um, a lot. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're going to see a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. So uh, I put my predictions yeah. in. You mm -hmm. know. So uh, we'll. I mean, we'll see. I don't even know where to begin. So I, I'm just. I'm just looking forward to it. I just want to watch and see, because they always give good presentations. And you know, what whatever comes comes. I can't remember being this excited for a conference yeah. in a long time. I think and we're gonna get blown away. I'm good. I do too. And I, they know the expectations are high, and I think they're gonna blow us away even then. Yeah. And here's the thing: today, um, they dropped the price of the One S to one ninety nine. Oh wow. One ninety nine? Are you out of your mind? And yeah, that's I think Blu-ray player, 4K Blu-ray player. I think that is setting up for Scorpio to be 3.99 tomorrow. Drum roll. That would be amazing. I would like to see that Phil would Collins. Be mind blow. At the conference. Phil Collins. Scorp, Scorp, Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, <laughs> this is what I'm gonna Wait. say about tomorrow. Oh. What I'm looking forward to. I'm a huge fan of Bethesda. And Xbox is like my main Senate. system. So when Scorpio and Bethesda get together and makes a wonderful That's baby Senate. announcement, <laughs> it's going to be amazing, and I can't wait. So that's that's what I'm excited for. I, I before you go, Eugene or, or Rami, I just I think they've been building to this conference for a long time, ever since mm -hmm. Phil Spencer took over. I think they've been eyeing this year, and I think they're going to come out swinging. And they've always kind of 
it's weird. In the past, like, Sony's always been the one that throws the punches, and Xbox kind of, like, curls up in a ball. And was like, yeah. please, please don't hurt me. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think Microsoft's coming out with Haymakers tomorrow. I really do. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be it. interesting. Let's see it. But what cancerous name do you think they're going to give the Scorpio? I think... Savage. I think... <laughs> <laughs> oh. The Xbox... I was going to yeah. say one, but it's... Way Xbox Savage, oh yeah! <laughs> hey, Xbox if you turn, if every time you go to turn it on, it's like, ooh yeah, then <laughs> that would be you. awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> you could win a Slim Jim. Uh, the, the funniest thing I've ever heard, and I want to see it. I need to look it up. Is the Skyrim gameplay where the the mod yeah. has turned yeah. all the dragons into Randy Savage, Macho <laughs> Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Yeah. So I need to go watch that, but I, I think I think they're gonna name it either the Xbox Elite or the Xbox Scorpio. It, it, they just better keep it Xbox Scorpio because mm-hmm. that name sounds great. If they name it like, some, like Xbox Two, I will I will flip a desk. I swear to God, mm-hmm. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna steal that one. I'm gonna flip a desk. <laughs> they, they could name it the Xbox F off Sony, but I doubt that. Um, I think it'll just. <laughs> I think it'll be uh, the Xbox Six is greater than, than four. four. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> so, no, we we love Sony, we do, and um, but we Fox. just want to see both conferences or both consoles be great and compete. And I think Microsoft's got a oh, chance yeah, to, to sure. really put themselves in a great position tomorrow. So anyway, Eugene, uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I am looking forward to myself, uh, Microsoft, because I, I I really think they have the opportunity this year and i i hope they don't blow it because this is a year that they they have with that everyone's hyped up for microsoft this year mm-hmm. I, i've never heard anything like it uh no one's talking much about sony or bethesda or ea um every all eyes are on microsoft right now so they yep. they have to do well if they do not do well they're going to get a lot of heavy criticism for it yep. um so they've got to be successful they've got to come in with a good price point and they've got to have and it already sounds like they have support from EA right now uh, with their yeah. newly announced game. So um, they got to show that they have all these developers supporting them. And yeah. I, I think and, it will happen. And Bethesda uh, even is hinting towards it as well. Yeah. So I, I think that uh, I'm, I'm very excited about tomorrow and all the news that will come out tomorrow. Uh, I, I just really hope that I'm just floored by the news too. that they give tomorrow. I am so, genuinely I, I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm genuinely yeah. excited for this conference. Yeah. And then I'm excited yeah. for after... Microsoft, yes. uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Sony. How, how are they co- going to combat mm-hmm. all the great Microsoft news? Because right now, oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't think yeah. they can. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they can. If they don't bring so. it, they're in deep, deep <laughs> you know trouble. They'll do? You know what they'll do? They'll, they'll split and if the, they bring it, it's going to be amazing. Well, they'll split the, the curtains in the back again. They'll bring out Kojima. And they'll unveil the game he's doing after Death Stranding. <laughs> They're just going to push him out there. He's not even going to want to go on stage. They're just going to push him out there. <laughs> like, They're just going to... Just, just get out, man. Just get out. He's not even going to promote anything. They're just going to open the curtains, have him come out and wave and walk back away. They're going to pull Donald Trump. Yeah. They're going to collude with Russia and have some yeah. Russian hackers. Oh, God. Yeah. All, right. God. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> all right, Rami, bring us home. What are you looking forward to tomorrow? Honestly, like... Xbox really needs this because PlayStation yeah. has been knocking it out of the park with their exclusives and we really, really need to get back on track. And the Scorpio can take us there and their yeah. exclusives mm-hmm. can take us there. We just yeah. need we need tomorrow to be amazing. That's mm-hmm. what we need. And, yeah, yeah. and you, you right. guys all kind of hit on it. Like 
The Xbox fan base has never been this excited, and not for a long time. Like, looking forward to tomorrow. So, tomorrow's their chance. And I think Phil Spencer knows it. And when is the man ever really, truly let us down? Not so, so far. Not so far. So, I, I look forward to big things. So, all right. With that, that's going to do it for episode number 53 of Gaming Culture Radio. We'll be back tomorrow, like we said, at 3.30 Central Time, 4.30 Eastern, and 1.30 Pacific for the Microsoft pre-show here on Twitch at Respawn Network. And right after the conference, make sure you tune in again. Catch us for the post show, and then at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, and 4.30 Pacific, catch the podcast re- uh, recapping the entire Microsoft conference. Before we go doing pre- a pre and post show for Bethesda tomorrow night, too. So uh, with that, uh, I'm Tyler thank you, saying thank you so much. And on behalf of Mike, Graham, Eugene, and Grammy, thank you for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with episode number 54. Until then, enjoy E3, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep. Thanks, Remy. See you guys. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Remy.